0: Welcome to Nightlock, a Hunger Games podcast. Hi, I'm Kier, and welcome to Nightlock Podcast, where we cover anything and everything related to the Hunger Games franchise through news stories, book analysis, fan fictions, related music, product reviews, as well as other fun segments. And today in the show, I have a special treat for all of you. I'm excited to announce I am joined by members of Chamber Band, who have written songs inspired by our beloved Hunger Games series. Welcome to the show, Sam and Chris
1: hi there hello thank you for having
0: us it's an honor to have you guys i mean it's i've listened to your music and i gotta say i'm becoming quite a fan so hopefully i won't fangirl too much throughout the episode but i'll try and keep it to a minimum
2: if you can keep it at maybe a, an 85 to 90 that would be solid <laughs>
0: okay all right i'll bump it up a little <laughs> bit i could do that so we've got a few questions for you we're gonna play some of your music on the show and i think it's gonna be a good episode so
2: great no pressure
0: yeah, no pressure at all. It's completely relaxed over here. Oh man! Oh man! Oh god! Well, the first question I think most people want to know is how you came up with the idea to write, record, and produce all this Hunger Games music.
2: Um, that's a really good question. Um, it 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 happened naturally in the same way. I guess a little background is 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 in order. That we just released an album called Deities, which is songs about love and heartbreak that take place in the world of Dungeons and Dragons and the Dungeons and Dragons element is not as
1: it's, it's not really up in the front Would you say, Sam, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, it's like a, it's a way in for some people, I think, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a way to get in the door um, for people that, you know, maybe are already interested in that world. So um, this piques their interest, but I think mostly it's just sort of an, uh, you know, sort of a bonus on top of mm-hmm. what I consider to be a, Pretty solid al- album, even without the yeah uh, musically. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I would never call it a gimmick, I guess right. You know.
2: So the 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 question that we had going out of that and and, and writing new material was was do we um, just release you know music that is there's music that exists I guess in our world or uh, music that again kind of has this this locus of someone else's world. Um, that has you know another author out there that is right. blissfully unaware yeah. that, we're, that we're stealing it for now, for, for now. now, for <laughs> now, yeah. Um, and it just kind of you know, in the band, we're we're really focused on on not kind of shoehorning things. Um, you know, if we ever you know, get huge and famous, then we can have people um, try to shoehorn things for us. But but for, for now, we want to do things <laughs> that are that are natural, right? And so it just kind of coincided that um, when we were looking for something new, um, I was reading um, the the first Hunger Games book. My girlfriend gave it to me. She said this is – this is a very theatrical book. This is this is very image oriented. I think you're really gonna like it. And I said, ah, I don't know. I kinda lumped it in with Twilight. I lumped it <laughs> well, in it with...
1: does have Stephanie Meyer's praise on the back. It does, yeah. right? Yeah, which,
2: you know, I, and and they couldn't be in, in more different worlds in my mind. Nothing against Twilight. It's just, you know, very different. Um and so I, you know, I read it, I I I consumed all three books, and and then it just it happens. You know, I write the I write the songs. We write the songs together and and musically you know the the songs come together and then kind of lyrically on um that stuff is put on top of it and i just found myself saying victory tour you know over and over again and um that was the first one that came out and so it it just kind of clicked at that Mm -hmm. point
0: very interesting yeah and i know i've listened to your album um deities and if I didn't know going into the album it was about Dungeons and Dragons, I don't think I would have pieced that together because I don't really know too much about it. So it's mm. I feel like it's great for fans and non-fans. So it's definitely, you know, you're hitting Thank two, you two target that. audiences there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're really trying to have our cake and eat it too. <laughs> well, well somehow you
0: accomplished it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> same thing that drew me in at first too when I saw Chris and uh and Anthony and um they were playing without a drummer at the time. I went and saw them and I actually had no idea about the D&D angle either. It was just like, oh, this is fun music, but man, I can't dance to it. Where's the beat? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I was jumping at the chance to join. And then I was like, oh, something about elves and trolls. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, whatever. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. So then how did you guys all meet? How did the band form?
2: How did the band form?
1: Well, I came in a little bit after it had formed. Um Chris and Anthony and his brother were playing around uh, in New York. And I think I, I just started talking to, to James, who was our guitar player at the time. And um, he, uh, he mentioned they need a drummer. I was looking to drum around with some groups. I came to the show, like I said, it just kind of, the music really drew me in. Um, and then I showed up to a rehearsal and Chris said, okay, we just mostly need you to stomp. that's that's all we were not no snare definitely no snare it was not a great first rehearsal for sam
2: i kind of i i think you just had it you had a snare you brought a snare though or like a snare was there and so he had in his lap i have this weird thing where i i I don't like the sound of a snare and i i kind of just uh bossed sam around and he was very he was very kind and, and humored me for that first rehearsal and came back for a second one. Yeah, and, and uh, you know the band grew from there. We've got a strong Sarah Lawrence contingency.
1: Right. Yeah, I <clears throat> I went to Sarah Lawrence College and um, was playing with some musicians also from there. And uh, when I joined the band, I ended up roping in um, Asar and Ellen Winter. They both uh, came from Sarah Lawrence as well. So. We've slowly taken over the band. (laughs) I think you are now a majority. Yeah, Yeah, majority share. Yeah.
2: (laughs)
0: Interesting, yeah. I'm I'm actually looking at Sarah Lawrence for uh, grad school, so that's cool to you know oh. have a little connection there. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's it's great. What what would you do uh, grad school there? Uh,
0: possibly genetic counseling. I'm looking at.
1: Oh, okay, Kelly, my
2: girlfriend who went to Sarah Lawrence, um, just gave us the that's a really good program sign. So
0: <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> one of the best. So I probably won't get in, but it's a good dream. So <laughs> oh, stop it, stop it.
2: You gotta think you are in. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> We're going to tell the people that we know at Sarah Lawrence right now about you, and we're going to see what we can do. Oh, yeah. perfect.
0: Three years in advance. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> Why
2: not?
1: You <laughs> never hurts. You better get ready for this cure It's <laughs> going to blow your mind. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, um, one of our fans who actually has been on the show before, um, for those of you that listen to us, um, Hunter Locke, wants to know um, what inspired you other than Susan Collins herself, any other bands, artists, um, you know, inspirations in general?
1: Other other bands, like musical inspirations.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's very wide. You mean specifically for this album, or just kind of in general?
0: Just in general. Yeah.
2: Um, I think the easiest one for me to go to is the Decembris. I think the Decembris were the first band that I listened to that I was like, okay, this is a this is a, a type of songwriting that can exist and people will actually listen to it and that I, and that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. That, it, that if you take this song, these lyrics, and you put it on a piece of paper and you were to hand it to someone, it'd be like, oh, that's a cool little story mm-hmm. about you know someone in the, in the, and the singer is actually taking on a persona of someone else and it's very overt. And I went to school for dramatic writing. I went to school for screenplay writing specifically. And so I, I think I, I have the mind for, for, for story. Um, and so being able to shoehorn story into music has always been really important to me and have very theatrical music so seeing the Decembers and hearing the um really influenced me
1: yeah I, I had never uh listened to the De- Decembrists but listening to them now I'm kind of like hey wait a minute mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe we can uh you know tour with them sometime <laughs> I think we're pretty uh compatible but um no, I think they, uh, I can definitely see the influence there. For me, I'm I'm more from, uh, I don't know, I grew up listening to a lot of uh, They Might Be Giants, uh, Weezer, um, kind of just like you know, alternative kind of nerdy yeah. kind of rock, I but guess. But it's funny that
2: I'm the same ex- I had the same experience for mm. They Might Be Giants with this band. Oh, yeah. Which you showed me and going back and like, there's actually a song right. to outer ourselves.
0: Um,
1: yeah, Youth Culture Killed My Dog, if you listen to that, <laughs> <laughs> compare it, I'll, I'll let you figure out what song of ours it corresponds. <laughs> <months>
0: to, uh, <laughs> Little homework assignment to for to our, to our listeners, there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> completely
1: unintentional. I had
2: never heard it before, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. and Chris wrote that song before, I had joined the band, so we're uh, we're, we're in the clear, yeah, we're, we're in, in the I clear.
2: <laughs> I don't
1: think they would sue us anyway, but yeah, yeah. no, they uh, yeah, they used to know my parents, so hopefully they'll be nice to us, yeah.
0: <laughs> Use that <Anyway>. angle, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting, you should say the Decemberists because um, I believe they were on the first Hunger Games album, um, the they were. district in <laughs> 12 and beyond, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got that connection. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, I mean, those albums are really cool. I think they're they're really hit and miss for me, and I actually had no idea they existed before um, we came up with this idea. But I think that they're, they're a really cool idea, and I I really like the idea of of having this kind of mixtape for people, especially like younger people that are that I think are gonna be, you know, buying that album and, and mm-hmm. getting like a, a mix of like arcade fire and the Decemberists and like yeah, kinda opening up their, their musical world. It's they do a good
1: job with the variety. I'll give them credit for that. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. They've gotten more bigger artists, you know, as the uh, CDs are going on. So it's Yeah. You know, well they got Coldplay. I don't right. know you get
1: any bigger than that. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know. Patty Smith is up there though. I was quite impressed when I saw they yeah. had her. Yeah. Just,
2: yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: So, um, going more on the technical and uh, producing side of things, mm. how long does it take to like write the song, record it, and produce it to finally have your final masterpiece?
2: Final masterpiece. Oh, <laughs> my goodness, when does that
1: happen? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's very really variable. Yeah, right? it's uh, really hard to say. <clears throat> like with uh, deities, it was a uh, kind of a, a long, longer process. I think that it hopefully will be for us in the future. So we actually already we recorded the album two times over. Um, Little known fact, chamber (laughs) band trivia. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I know we we kind of we went into the recording process a little earlier than we should have. I think with that first album, and I think kind of learned a lesson from that going forward with this one to um, really make sure we we know the songs inside and out. Really know what the songs want to be before we commit them to tape, as it were. But it's, 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 it's so hard to, to gauge because, you know, they, they
2: live in your head for a long time and then they live with the band for a while and they, they come and go. And I mean, I would say a year, okay. a year yeah. probably from like when it's just like a, like an idea to when, to when it's released. At least that's what it's long, longer for deities. Yeah. But I think the way things are going now, a year is probably a good gestation period.
0: So a lot of, you know, time, effort, and I'm sure some frustration in there kind of go into creating. No frustration. No. no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Zero frustration. Yeah, we're we're never
2: frustrated. No, never frustrated. We're delightfully frustrated. Yeah. I guess is, I mean, we're like, we're super collaborative and we all, we all get along really well. And I think that's, it's just very, it's fun. It's fun for us, even when it's, when it's hard. So that's, I think a gift.
0: Yeah. It's good to have good band chemistry because I'm sure you guys are with each other quite a bit.
1: We mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yeah, and especially the we did a sort of um, test, kind of trial tour this past summer, and I think that that really did demonstrate to us that we do in fact get along like a family.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> he says with a sigh, <laughs> <There it
1: is. laughs> wistfully. <sighs> ah.
0: So, being a podcaster, I'm always interested in you know learning how other people record their audio. So, mm-hmm. what kind of uh, equipment and programs do you use to record your music?
1: above all else just iphone record voice memo <laughs> <laughs> do you mean yeah do you mean professionally or do you mean like on our own
0: uh either way like you know just i'd like to know all the angles
1: well, yeah. I, I mean, I we can't really understate how influential I'd say in, in all the bands I play with um, the iPhone as as a uh, just to record your your rehearsals, record new yeah. new song ideas, just having that, you know. And it's obviously you're not going to sell those recordings to right. anyone, but um, in twenty years, you will. yeah, in twenty years we will. But <laughs> for now, no. It's it's just a, a fantastic tool to um, keep track of any changes that we make, so that I think it's actually easier for the songs to grow and evolve and in the studio I, I think
2: um pro tools is pretty standard for most places um that's what we used um at both places uh we recorded at and just a a mix of we actually had a fair share of like older equipment i think we 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 dug wanna, up some with mike yeah with mike yeah yes. we got to give
1: a shout out to our producer mike flannery yeah he's the best yeah. um he
2: he brought in a lot of really cool antique stuff and some, um, I don't know. You just kind of, you know, you tailor the mic to the the singer. You tailor the mic to the guitar and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, we we uh, very intent on uh, having the album, and I think at least for now, sticking with that sound, um, just sticking to a very natural sound, um, not doing too much doctoring up. Um, you know, keeping the preserving the human element. I think is really important to us.
2: Yeah, we want the, the, we wanted the album to to document the time mm-hmm. you know that's where we
1: were that's what it is yeah yeah
0: cool so not not too much not too auto-tune auto. going on for you guys
1: <laughs> only a little bit of auto-tune <laughs> yeah. yeah if yeah. there was I wasn't I wasn't really watching yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> we did some secret auto-tuning behind Chris's back. <laughs> <laughs> who knows yeah so I mean that's yeah that's that's when we actually went to the big studio but the like for the videos that uh we we did for the hunger games songs um we actually well another shout out goes to our friend chris atkins yeah, who awesome has amazing. helped us out um for a lot of just like sort of live off the floor acoustic performances, and so he i know um has been using digital performer, i believe mm-hmm. is the the program he uses um and then he just uh Actually he just he just got a new MacBook so we're we're ready for all <laughs> all new programs now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No but uh no he's great. He does a pretty um you know easy setup just with um I'm not sure what kind of mics he, he uses but I mean, he works under the
2: most adverse conditions, I think.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. we just turned our, our friend's apartment in Harlem into a little recording studio for the day. That's what those Hunger Games videos are from. Oh, okay. He <laughs> yeah. trashed it. I mean, it was an underground bunker. <laughs> 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 you ruining yeah. the oh, Yeah.
0: Well, you mentioned your YouTube videos. Um, it's interesting. They're presented like propos, like in uh, Mockingjay. Um, mm-hmm. So did this kind of just occur to you and you're like, ah, oh, let's just do this?
2: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yep, that was just the, the <laughs> genius of Chris Littler. <laughs> yeah. Any any way I can, you know, squeeze squeeze something in that under the umbrella of the theme, I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. I'm I'm obsessed with that.
0: Awesome. Well, speaking of your uh Hunger Games music, why don't we take a little bit of a listen to um the songs that you currently have out now? Okay. Um and before we listen to it, um it'd be awesome to hear you guys, you know, speak a little bit about each song. Mm-hmm. so the yeah. first one we have here is a uh, victory tour mm. uh
2: victory tour is a song about um uh, blind ambition mm. to, i mean to me um and you know these songs are 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 not really specifically about any one character in the games it's 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 inhabiting the world of the games mm-hmm. um so it's just about, you know, someone who uh who who isn't coming home and, unless they're, you know, a victor or or unless they've achieved something that's worth coming home for. So
1: Yeah. And musically I, I confess I often pay more attention to the instrumentation than the, the lyrics sorry. That's so sad. Yeah. You're missing out, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I'll go back and read it later, you know. Mm-hmm. Really. Um, but musically, I think it's it's sort of just Almost this deceptively upbeat, you know Strummy guitar part But it's just, uh, there's this undercurrent of sadness to it mm. You know, that peaks out now and then I think that's very representative of a lot of the, uh, the feelings that You know, the, the victors must go through mm.
0: Definitely, alright, well that was a great introduction Let's take a listen to the song now I felt in life, so the feeling I my best, you know I mean? no reason to see and you've been I've been winning battles war. I can bring
2: to suck it up and see
0: what I fight it for. Alright, and the next song is Abernathy
2: we love Abernathy yeah people love Abernathy people
1: seem to really love Abernathy
2: that that's that's Anthony that that beginning that's all Anthony
1: so yeah that was came from a a jam when we were sitting out in uh Arizona right
2: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah that was during our our little Mino tour we called it Mm -hmm. um (laughs) <laughs> so i just recorded
2: speaking of iphones i just recorded right. anthony and, and you playing that that riff and i don't know i just it just gave me all sorts of feelings in my tummy <laughs> and you know that's obviously abernathy is is Haymitch's last name so it's kind of <clears throat> i think it's about um regret
1: mm. yeah and i think you kind of described it to me as <clears throat> kind of I don't know, maybe you described at least parts of this to me, but when, when I play the song I kind of picture it, on either end of the song I picture sort of Hamish just laying or sitting there, you know, holding his head kind mm-hmm. of in a drunken stupor, and and then, you know, the the intense part that comes in the middle, I think you described it to me as sort of he's having a flashback to when he was yeah. in his games, so yeah. that's kind of what still sticks with me when we play that song. Cool.
0: Awesome. Well, let's take a listen. I saw another
1: devil at my door. Thought I saw another face I'd seen before.
0: And the last song we have to preview here is the ritual song.
1: Mm.
2: Ritual song is a weird, a weird little beast because it's it's kind of in between worlds. Um it's it's it can be both a Hunger Games song, it can be a, a deity song. Um we found we were playing with it a lot and when we were doing deities and we liked it a lot. Um, we just didn't release it for some reason. It's maybe we still will, but mm-hmm. it didn't. It didn't really feel right. It didn't really feel like a part of that world completely. And then when we looked at we looked at it again, and we were like, "This this is this could very well be a, a Hunger Games song, and and actually fits quite perfectly in that world." Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, to me, it's another. Uh, I guess it's not an up upbeat song. It's a very downbeat song, and and is about. Um, Having having something within you that you wish you didn't have, whether it be a, a feeling or uh remorse.
0: Didn't think it was cruel to be distant and cool. Now that I think of it, of course it is, and the demon inside he don't give up no. so far have out are there other hungry games related songs that we can look forward to
2: oh yeah mm, definitely yeah, yeah. i'll we're, hold you to it <laughs> yeah no you're you'll you'll get them they're okay coming. um we just we release them when they're good and ready when we're when we're happy with them
0: gotcha so you think there'll be uh, enough for a full album
2: i think there'll be enough for more than a full album to be honest oh, with you all right <laughs> Get Pair me too down. excited
0: over here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, we're going into. We just had a little holiday break, and uh, now we're going back into uh, into the. I'm calling it the workshop now. I've never said that word before. Mm-hmm. The workshop. I don't know. That's the a, workshop. <laughs> I hate the workshop. Yeah. I don't. I wish I hadn't called it that. <laughs> uh, we're going back to to rehearsing, and and we're playing a lot of shows this spring. So if you're in the New York area, highly suggest you come out to Spike Hill. And uh, we have a little residency there that we're bringing a lot of awesome acts with us that we love, um, and we'll be really happy to play with. So, come out to that, it's and solid. it's always free. Always free. Always free. Always. Is, is it? It's not all ages, it is, is all it? Ages, yeah. we'll say it's all ages. Yeah. <laughs> come ages. out. They don't know. All ages are welcome. Some ages are welcome to watch from outside. <laughs>
0: They can hear, you know, the, their uh, ear pressed to the door, right? Right. Yeah. I
1: mean, it, it, we'll play loud enough to yeah. hear through that door. But... If they have glass doors you can see
2: through. Them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it works out. All right. Thanks. Thank you.
0: Um, <laughs> so are there any particular characters, scenes, themes, quotes uh, that sparked ideas for your music from uh, the series?
2: I'm kind of obsessed with Gale right now. Mm.
0: Wow. Usually we don't hear that from fans.
2: <laughs> really they don't like gale
0: yeah people i i say 90% of the fandom you know likes peta over gale which i hate to put the whole team thing on there so i'm not even going to go there but um yeah people seem to prefer peta over gale
2: interesting well i i mean i i would argue that that, that may be intentional i mean <laughs> that it's it's fine to not like Gail. gale represents you know some nasty stuff but for me for me that was really interesting and that's why i find him so fascinating but i mean i'm not if i were to pick a team of who i would myself want to you know end up you know married to (laughs) it would be pita he sounds great yeah i don't know he married gail but uh i'll you know i'll buy gail a drink and, and hear the story of the nut you know
0: Right, I mean, Peter would worked. cook for you, so it's all you need right there, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of like fanfic. We're kind of like I mean, we're kind of a fanfic band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. What happen? Oh
2: no! What happened to us? <laughs> what about you, Sam? Mm. Oh, what characters uh... or just moments? Yeah, like-
0: anything from the series that you know really stands out that you really feel passionate about, or it really fuels uh, creative juices and writing the music.
1: Um, you know, I think for me, a lot of it was just the, uh, the interplay between, uh, Katniss and Snow, just the way their relationship evolves. That for me was always one of the most interesting elements of the book. I wouldn't say that I'm, I don't know, inspired per se by moments in the book, Mm -hmm. but i think the well the way it affects my percussion i think is just sort of imagining what these characters might have at their disposal and thinking about you know like the videos that we have up now i'm you know using a hand drum or a cajon the the box drum um and those are you know it's just kind of whatever might be lying around in a a rebel hideout
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and um so that's i'm just sort of thinking of like what the aesthetic of, of the music might be that they, they were able to make in those conditions. You think you'll like bang on an artillery shell or yeah, I've been thinking above. about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no I just went to uh William Sonoma Sonoma while I was on break. I went checking pots and pans and- <laughs> yeah. that's why you were checking out pots yeah. and pans. Yeah. <laughs> you know served two yeah. purposes I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> no man, better than a drum shop. That's true, yeah. GPT. <laughs>
0: So one final question for you guys. Before we go, is there any funny band moments or pranks or something that, you know, us fans can kind of get an insight on how how the band's relationships are and everything?
2: A sense of the band relationship. Well, Acer is the meanest, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man, he's going to hate you so much. I know.
2: I, all, I just say these things to make him mad. But, <laughs> uh, no, actually, Acer is Acer's, Acer's lovely. I just, he's the most real, for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, he's, he's not gonna sugarcoat anything. He really, yeah, he's the real the BS checker. Yeah, someone um, someone's
0: got to say it outright, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, There's no real pranksters in the band, I'd say, or I, we're all pranksters. Yes, yeah. but our, I mean, our interplay is
1: like, like Sam said, it's it's very much a family. Yeah, we've gone on some good road trips. Um, while we were out on tour, mm-hmm. um, me and Chris and Anthony drove up into the mountains of Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost Anthony for a while in San Diego. That's kind of some of the interplay. Anthony often wanders off.
2: <laughs> yeah, Anthony's like yeah, he's our bassist. He's a he's on big beard. He's he's a he's a free spirit. I'd say.
1: <laughs> Yeah, we'd be, we have to be careful about where we tour because if it's someplace too nice, he might just stay. Yeah. yeah, we're going to places that are really nice, but
2: not too nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what we're shooting for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Awesome. All right, well, um, we got a few um, plugs to okay. promote you guys. Um, but also fans can email us with any questions, comments or thoughts about Chamber Band. Uh, that's at nightlockpodcast at gmail dot com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook dot com slash nightlockpodcast. Follow us on Twitter twitter dot com slash nightlockpod p o d. You can follow me on Twitter at kira denine, and you can follow Chamber Band on Twitter. If you know you're not following too many people already, at <laughs> Chamber Band. Just love to just keep going on these uh, plugs here, but you know gotta do Put it yeah. <laughs> <What's> the days <laughs> um, you can also be sure to check out nightlockpodcast.com for anything related to the show subscribe to us on itunes for easy access to the show and automatic downloads when they are released also since you're there you can drop us an itunes review and now for the good stuff you can check out chamber band's full songs including the ones we previewed on the episode over at youtube.com slash user slash chamber nyc and you can also check them out um, and get some merchandise over at chambermerch.com. And if you're a Spotify user or obsessive user like me, they also have their album released on Spotify, so definitely easiest way to listen to it, in my opinion.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so thanks so much for having, you know, coming on the show and, you know, really appreciate just hearing more about the band and just how you all click and, and how you come up with this awesome music. I'll definitely be enjoying and following you guys for quite some time sure thank
2: you Kara. yeah anytime you want us on we'll we'll come on we'll come on every board every time probably or we'll
1: come to your school we'll come invade come on bring
0: oh that'd be us. awesome definitely <laughs> <laughs> well yeah next time you have you know more uh more songs released definitely love to have you back and uh you know listen to those and see where you're at and how the bands evolved and all that good stuff wonderful sounds good all right we'll see you on next episode Bye.
1: bye bye